I like to use these brass inserts that are specifically meant for softer applications, you know, like soft woods or carbon. Mm -hmm. They have a specific insertion shape to them, but they need a little bigger diameter hole. And the problem with the dropout is it's a very small thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Carbon Queries, the interactive show where we, Ruckus Composites, answer your carbon fiber-related questions. You can submit online using the hashtag CarbonQueries or directly to us through email. I kind of want to put all the torque wrenches against each other and then confuse myself on thinking which one's accurate which one's not. <laughs> Why would you do that? Just because? I don't know. Don't you like to create all your own problems and puzzles? What else would you solve? I mean, that's... That's the whole business, Dan. I think that's life, isn't it? Uh, some from more people than others. Some people are just coasters, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody has problems. Well, doy. That's just the nature of the game is, I guess, figuring out how to best deal with them. Yeah. I don't think everybody wants to fix them, though. No. What do they say? I just saw this. A pessimist is somebody that finds a problem for every solution. A pessimist is somebody that finds a problem for every solution? For every solution. So an optimist is the inverse. Yeah. Huh. Where? where what's, what camp are you in? Mm, optimist. Hmm. I'm pretty forward-looking. Okay. Sometimes I live in the moment. Sometimes. Of frustration. Um, I do have the question. Oh, yay. So, yeah. And I do have the episode number. 24? It is 24. Cool. Yeah. And the question is, if you feel like asking around, this is from our friend Chris, our dear friend Chris Dubois, fast guy down in San Francisco, works, oh. works for Strava. I don't know. If, yeah. He crashed his Kona. What kind? Uh, 2015 King Kahuna, hardtail. Oh, I know the exact insert on this bike. He asked a question. Uh, he stripped the derailleur hanger mount mm -hmm. threads out of a carbon dropout during a wreck. I think there must w have been a threaded insert, but it gone now. What are my options? Hashtag carbon query. Oh, great. Yeah. So he crashed down the way he described it to me was he was taking a right hairpin turn on a trail mm -hmm. and he lost traction because he always runs bald tires oh um so again he was running a very bald front tire lost it mm. derailleur side down mm -hmm. ninja the bike between his legs ninja okay mm -hmm. you know the type right where you you almost I've never heard that term but I'll, I'll go with it well you almost crash you bail the bike and the handle, you, you know, jump over the front of the bike, walk away. Everybody's done this, right? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So his threaded insert in his 2015 King Kahuna. Yeah. Cause it's a, through, it's a through axle. Um, I know that dropout specifically. Um, is it a slider? No, it's a through axle, it's just a normal threaded and through axle. But the way it has a, the insert he's talking about, there's a helicoil insert in the carbon dropout. And those can pull out. And it's not a very big thread size. I think it's an M3. A little. It's very little. M3, M4? Maybe. I don't remember. It's small. Because uh, I've looked at this because we've repaired a few of these before. And it's hard to... There's a lot of bonded metallic inserts. You can't really make good threads out of carbon. People have done it. And people make carbon screws. Whoa. Like machine screws. And you're like... Mm, okay just because you can does mean you should or mm. maybe it does mean you should just because you can i don't know i'm not here i don't really care go for it 
But typically with threaded things and carbon stuff, anything, boats, Lamborghinis, mm-hmm. Konas, cars, airplanes. Mars landers. Yeah, I don't think there was carbon on it. Um, mm. All metal. Interesting. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast episode. Yeah. That's coming up on At Random. Stay tuned. Oh, my God. You typically have to put in some sort of insert for a threaded. So when, so when these things go in this, since you've seen this before, it sounds like what happens is the whole... Because the helicoil, doesn't that thread in as well? Or is kind that... Kind of. Helicoils are quirky. I'm not... I don't have a ton of experience with them because I usually go to a different solution instead of helicoils. But typically, if you have a, a hole, also known as a blind hole, because that I know on that dropout, it's not a through hole, so it doesn't go all the way through. Um, so it's known as a blind hole, so it only goes a certain, I don't know, five millimeters of depth, four millimeters of depth. And a uh, helicoil is, you just have a blind empty hole and you put it in with a specific tool, or you're supposed to put it in with a specific tool and it kind of bites into the hole that it's in, the material that yeah, it's in. Yeah, it almost looks like the installation tool is like a thread cutter itself, but it's not yeah. because it screws into yeah. the helicoil. Yeah. And then you thread that into where threads are or you cut new threads. You're right? not cutting threads. You're like inserting it in into like softer objects um, like wood or aluminum. Yeah. Are good with helicoils. Um I kind of may, I don't know, I'm not a huge fan of them, but they work. And I haven't seen too many bike solutions that use a helicoil besides this one specific. And so, I mean, assumedly, right, like the whole helicoil just ripped ripped right out. It could, yeah. It could have. I guess I didn't know exactly what the damage description was like, so I'm not sure exactly what happened. So. so if that happens, does that widen the hole? You have to get a bigger diameter one? It depends. It depends how that how it exactly rips out. Because I mean kind of. Mm, okay. Because I can imagine if it if the whole thing rips out, what it it's goes does it go into an alloy bit? Is that the part? Does the does the um actual hanger drop down from the dropout and it's machined aluminum that thre- no there's that a threads so, in so there's a machine screw that goes through an alloy dropout that goes into the carbon frame okay so it just ripped out right from the carbon frame probably okay so yeah probably you could get away with a new helicoil insert i try to find i like to use these brass inserts that are specifically meant for softer applications you know like soft woods or carbon mm-hmm. they have a specific insertion shape to them but they need a little bigger diameter hole. And the problem with the dropout is it's a very small thing. Right. And you can't just go make bigger holes and stuff. Right. Especially Ideally. if it's carbon. Or anything. Well. Yeah. I guess you're right. Don't put holes in things that shouldn't have holes in them. Well, all right. Fine. That's rule <laughs> That's of thumb. E- easy rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, don't put a hole in your thumb. I haven't done that. Mm, I've been close. Um, Fix gear chain? No. No. Tools. No. I'm pretty good with chains but um i just see i don't know why i'm envisioning you as a college milwaukee boy just real fixy scene with wooden handlebars but no i want the weirder route and turn an old xt hub respaced to put a new axle and turn it into a rear 120 millimeters spaced hub and then made my own cogs and bolted them onto the uh disc brake mount what'd you make the cogs out of steel Hardened steel, case hardened steel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, laser cut them. That's a different story. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole story, honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was that weird one. Yeah. Um, so where are we going? Yeah, so there's, I like to use these brass inserts, but even then they have a specific pullout strength. With blind inserts, we also put some epoxy on with them to fill any gaps. 
if necessary mm -hmm. and it helps bond them in but boy they have a lower to torque rating hmm, versus a clean thread same thing with helicoils they work if it's a lower torque application yeah and you know with a through axle dropout you don't really need high torque because in theory it's just that quick release sorry that derailleur hanger is getting sandwiched between the hub and then the outside of the dropout so really that helicoil insert and that machine screw are more just holding it in place right just the actual derailleur then yeah or the hanger yeah um but yeah when weird stuff happens oh so the way it works on this kona is that you you're mounting the derailleur hanger to that point Correct. Okay. And I think there's another I screw in it as well from I didn't, the outside. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't envision it to be, you know, carbon mount hole, aluminum piece, and then derailleur. I thought it was all one system where you put the new helicoil in, and then the derailleur goes no. right in there. But that's for the hanger itself. That's for the hanger. Gotcha. Yeah. Now in the world of through axles, the number of viable solutions has expanded to a very large number viable solutions of good dropouts no well they're it's all a much stronger system right off the bat so they're all better dropouts but just how where people are putting the derailleur hangers um whether it's on the inside of the dropout you know next to the hub or whether it's on the outside of the dropout and with how some allow for a floating nut mm -hmm. um, for a wheel alignment there's a lot of weird options out there they're getting good i mean i'm a huge fan of through axles uh, i think it solves a lot of issues but not on your personal bikes well it's because i made them years ago <laughs> i would have now you can do your favorite pitch for your favorite skewers my dt swiss rws skewers sean's favorite uh, thing i use them on everything front and rear i mean i would put everything as a, if i could i could convert all my bikes to through axle that's a huge pain in the ass yeah i'm not doing it no i feel like you worked for so long to have everything standardized the way it is well they all would convert um but i don't know that's not worth it mm. marginal utility diminishing marginal utility Ooh, i've been listening to a lot of economics podcasts <laughs> indicators perfect yeah well yeah. they do a good job so what's the best course of action for our friend chris who ripped it out Mm, obviously it try putting a new check for damage it sounds like he can do one of two things send it to us well that's the third thing third there should have a number one okay so the first thing he could do is send it to us yeah done the, the second thing he could do is what so we're not going to give him any advice on how to do this um i don't know it's not that straightforward of a thing to do mm, but like, you need to check for damage bore out the hole clean it out um prep it maybe put a new one in i don't know okay why did you have three I mean, it sounded like there. We, you could do a floating nut, you could do a helicoil, or you could send it to us. So no, no, no. The, the floating those nut are the is three options. No, the floating nut was talking about um, quick through axle alignment. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, so he actually has one option. I mean, it's the easiest option. Yeah. I mean, sort of. You just send his bike to us, but but it'll get fixed for sure. Yeah. And it'll work. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people want to try doing stuff, I don't know. That's their prerogative, but I work. told him to send it to us. Yeah, it's easier. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, so did we even <laughs> yeah. really answer this question? I don't even really know. What was the actual question? What can I do? What are my options? Mm. It's just hard when threads rip out. Yeah. They make a mess of things. Yeah, especially if it's damaged carbon. Yeah, in a blind hole as well. That's the problem with that dropout. Yeah. Um, if it was a through hole, it'd be a little easier. 
but since it's a blind hole and you can't make it a through hole, that's also a bad idea. Um, it's, it's tough. It's a very unique one. Mm, very unique. Very unique. Okay. <laughs> kind of, that's the one application where I've seen a dropout like that. Out of all the dropouts I've seen, quirky. So, Chris, to answer your question, what are your options? It sounds like you only have one, and that's to send us your bike for a safe and warrantyable repair. Yeah. And they're pretty straightforward. But we've done it before, so yeah, it's pretty easy for us. Yeah, it's straightforward. Yeah. Relatively. Relatively. Probably have the parts. I used to have that bike. That's how I know. Mm-hmm. That exact Kuna I had. Yeah. I never broke it. Well, I never broke it. Did you have the purple one? No, it was blue. It was blue. I painted it, but mm. somebody painted it. I obviously didn't. You bought it painted? No, it was blue and heavily messed up and used, and I repaired it. Mm. Somebody here painted it. Sorry. That's what I mean when somebody painted it. Gotcha. One of our fellow staff members. Oh. I don't remember. Maybe Grammy? Huh. Maybe. I don't know. And then you got your Scott. Yep. Hmm. Man, Just all because of the helicoil. One reason. That's not why I got that bike. <laughs> you mean why I switched to the Scott? <laughs> yeah. It does have a much... Well, it is quick release. And that is the bike I've thought about converting to a through axle. Hmm. I've looked at it very closely, and I've almost... Because it's not that big of a thing. It would just have to bore... Because the way those dropouts are in those Scots, they're just a flat, solid piece of carbon. So I looked at it. I'm like, in the hub dimensions are the same on 135 and 142 through axles. So I was going to bore it out and then just glue on some chunks of carbon onto the dropouts. And But I didn't find a hanger that I liked was my problem. Mm. Why were they all on the outside? I know you don't like that. No, I just didn't know how to... I had to integrate it myself. And uh, partially on the outside is a good thing as well. It's complicated. My feelings about dropouts and derailleur hangers is very complicated. I mean, now's the time to get it out. No, there's not a lot to get out. You just said it's very complicated. It doesn't mean I need to, like emotionally release something yeah but that's what the people want to hear sean yeah, i'm not that type of person um so so we need more carbon que- the end of the year is almost near the, the it is yeah we need some more carbon queries we do we've gotten a couple recently really so we need more questions need is more, what you're saying we need more questions what else i was just what's well, exciting is um um going to an interesting talk on carbon fiber used in a ultralight glider oh from out here Interesting. Yeah. I might see if anybody else wants to go. It's after work. I don't know. Is this in correlation with your free glider ride that you got for your birthday? No, I still haven't used that yet. No, this is weirdly not. Um, that kind of ultralight glider? Uh, bigger. 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 Whoa. And fancier because it's all carbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's coming up. It's after work. I don't know if anybody wants to go, but I'll put it out there. That's cool. Um, we do have another announcement. What? December 8th. Oh, Warehouse sale. Huge day. Warehouse. Deals, deals, deals. Warehouse. It'll only come out on a full moon. 3380, Southeast 20th. Warehouse. Deals. Warehouse. Make us offers. We need some. We need somebody to do something with. You no, know, we need to sell these bikes. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so on December 8th, <laughs> yeah. we have a warehouse sale coming up. We do. If you're local, come by, make us an offer on some great bikes. We're going to have great prices. Yeah, they're, we need to move them. A lot of bikes. More full bikes than last year. Yeah, like More big. full suspension bikes than last year. Yeah, frames, forks. A lot of modern bikes this year. Yeah, good stuff. Honestly, it's... Yeah. Oh, if you're looking for any bike. We're going to have frames. We're going to have completes. We're going to have components. We're going to have a lot of stuff. Definitely more than last year. 
Um, last year was a hit. This one is looking to be even better. So yeah. again, December 8th, if you are in the Portland, Seattle area, uh, come on by. Or if you, even if you're in Bend or Hood River, those are even closer. Or if you want to fly in. You're going to get a great deal even if you fly in. Yeah. Tons of good bikes. So yeah, put on your calendars. It's a couple weeks out. Just 12 days. Come on by. Come on by. Come on by. Do we have any other announcements? No. Call for queries. Call for queries. Not to be our slower time of year, so. Yeah, if you have questions, now is the time for us to answer them. Yeah. Rather than in summer, it's like, oh, God, we have seven. We don't have time for this. No. <laughs> we all need to be sanding. Maybe. So. Yeah. Definitely get those queries in, for sure. All right. Does that wrap us up? That's all we got. Great. Episode 24. Yeah. Thanks to our friend Chris for the question about options. Stop crashing on your drive side, bud. Yeah. That's the thing we'll tell you first. Ride an internally geared hub. No derailleur to break. We'll leave that till next week. When old man Sean talks about the virtues of internally geared hubs. (laughs) Think about how robust they are. Nothing to break. Nothing to break. Nothing to fix. Hard to fix. (laughs) That's a long time. Yeah. My dream of a fancy internal geared hub. That's what we're saving for next week. When we dream about other... Oh, can we do a bicycle wish list of bicycle dreams? Yes. Cool. Yeah. That'd be a fun one. Yeah. What is your bicycle... On your bicycle wish list? Let us know. Yeah. In the comments below. Check. I'm out. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Carbon Queries. If you've liked this episode, please go on to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star or an honest rating. If you have a question to submit, please submit it on any social channel using the hashtag Carbon Queries or send us directly to email. We'll be back with y'all 